Hello, my name's Marcus. And I'm Nick. We are Working Class Nerds. Cue the intro. That's right, we are Working Class Nerds, the podcast that gives you no information about your favorite information. Today is Thursday, March 12th, 2020, and you can find this I Want to Drink Some Corona Beer podcast on Apple Podcasts, Buzzsprout, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. You can find the both of us on Twitter. I am at MarcusB814. And I am at Nick Vern. That's N-I-C-K-V-E-R-N. In this week's episode, we're talking a little bit about the coronavirus itself, but also about how it's affecting the video game industry. Joining us this week in the discussion is Rut from the Clickbait Guild in Star Wars The Old Republic. Rut runs the Clickbait Raid team that Marcus frequents. So, Rut, thanks for coming on the show. And what have you been up to this week? Oh, it's great, great to be here. I've generally been capping my tunes and running the raid team and sometimes bringing in this interesting fill-in tank from time to time. It uh, works pretty good. They're interesting or are they a complete and utter psychopath? Oh, I was trying to be polite, but yeah, a complete other psychopath would be the proper one. I like it. Um, so tell everybody what is your team been progging or progressing through? Uh, since six started, we've been generally, you know, we went through all the old hard modes, and then we, you know, we've been doing the you know temple of sacrifice for the most part, which we had made it to third floor of Revan. Uh, before 6.0 started and then you know with we had to you know re-gear and re-augment and all that sort of crap thank you bioware uh but once we <laughs> once we got that going we've been you know back to third floor for the most part yeah i i can't say that i've ever gotten to the third floor but i've i've gotten to the second floor with you guys Yes, just uh, just this past week, we were able. We needed you to fill in for about an hour or so, an hour, hour and a half, something like that, and we got to got to second floor, which is good because you know normally we run with two sin tank, like two assassin tanks, and having an assassin, you can basically stand still for half the fight. Uh, but with the jug, you've got to do a little bit more work. So that was uh, you were doing really well picking up on that. So it worked out great. Thanks. I I appreciate the opportunity because um, even if it's for tw- like I think one week I only got to fill in for like twenty minutes, but you know you say I look at it as twenty minutes is a twenty extra minutes of learning, and it makes it easier for me the next time we come back to be able to see the stuff because you retain it a little bit better. Where if you only do it once and then you don't get to come back, you know, a month later. You don't retain you, any you, of that. Well, yeah. you're going to retain some, but you're not going to remember. But if you're oh, going yeah, you to ask to sub, you know, every week or every every other week, even if it is for just that small snippet, the small snippet of time, it helps me remember and be able to progress through. Yeah, if you don't use it, you lose it, sort of thing, for sure. Yeah, um, something else that actually benefited me a lot was once your other tank came to the party. I, uh, somebody streamed the third floor for me. So I actually got to see the entire second floor and how like you get pushed around. And then yeah. I got to see 
the start of the third floor. And I will say in between the second and third floor, there's stairs that you have to acquire. Mm -hmm. And it terrifies me because that means I have to jump. And if anybody knows in Star Wars, the old Republic, jumping is the hardest thing on the planet. That probably is the hardest part of the game is just jumping. It's, you know, it's because you're vertically challenged. Maybe or gravity challenged, I guess I should say, because you're well, tall, but you're not. You're not well, a good jumper. No, you're just basically called me fat. You just <laughs> called me fat. <laughs> if I was gonna call you fat, I'd just say you were fat. I know, but I've you, called you fat before, millions of times. But anyway, I it, it like Nick. Why is my heart rate eighty to one hundred beats per minute always? And I was like, <laughs> that's a great sound effect. Thanks, Brett. And I was like, well, because yeah. you're fat. And you're like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Anyway. Uh, yeah, we so always. Uh, I, I I get what you're saying. Go ahead. No, all I was going to say is, it, you know, that's what, you know the believe it or not, the stream after I got to do it helped me out a lot, and I feel like if I get asked to do it again, I feel like I'll be better off for it. Oh yeah, no, definitely. I if you can know what's coming, yeah, if you can see what's going on, it definitely helps a, a tremendous amount. And one of the things too is that yeah, jumping jumping in the game can be quite can be quite frustrating simply because the server doesn't always think you are where you think you are, and the server always wins. Right. The um in just speaking on the server and stuff, the I think it was easier for me to follow the raid team, because Nick, when we were doing it, like I can watch all the videos in the world, but you can't really hear the discord conversation right? where I'm watching it. And what's sweet about discord now is you can have like, I want to say like a private show. Mm -hmm. So if you're in the voice channel, you can watch the stream. Mm -hmm. Anybody can watch the stream that's in the voice channel, which it kind of makes it so like you don't have to be so public on Twitch, but I could hear them in their, um, like strategy. Yeah. They're, yeah. And like hearing like what hearing they're saying, talking. exactly. Yeah. So I could follow it better than watching, just you know, the a, video, of like it. a video of somebody explaining it, but like, they're just saying, Oh, there's an aberration. You have to do this where I'm actually watching what their the team, their team is doing and understanding how you get pushed forward and pushed back, pushed forward and pushed back. So it was, um, it was pretty cool. Yeah. That is cool. That's like, um, to, you know sort of related to what i've been doing the i watched just a video footage of just raw paintball footage and usually when people record people playing paintball it's just the field but they actually and they don't show you in the pits in between like all the strategy in between the points so but this video did so it's cool to see like the pros like talking in between points and like you know, discussing the same sort of things that we do and like, oh my God, hey, this gun's down. I need another gun <laughs> or whatever. Right. And, people scr- and people scrambling and right. sort of similar stuff that you can relate to. But then what's different for them is their, you know, how they keep their composure and and what they actually work on and, and things like that. So I'd imagine in, you know, a raid when you've got to do sort of s- some of those similar things, seeing how other people do it who are good at it um, and hearing all of that must be hugely beneficial. Right. So, Nick, what have you been up to this week? Uh, so, after recording last Thursday, I worked four days in a row at, at, at the hospital. Uh, and so far, I've dodged any uh, coronavirus slash COVID-19 patients, which is always good. 
I don't think I'll be that lucky next time I work. But uh, Tuesday, which is, you know, after the next day where I didn't work, I slept in and relaxed like a lazy fuck most of the day because perfect which i was honestly wicked tired enjoy it from the working the four days prior and i didn't sleep a whole lot between those shifts sometimes i get insomnia or whatever but i just drink a lot of coffee and deal with it um wednesday i had to work on stuff other things for work like this other committee i'm in um like the other 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 committee or just one of the first two that you joined one of the first two okay um the second one to be more specific Okay. Uh, I had to make a newsletter for it. So then I was working on that. Um, then Wednesday, I watched Liverpool uh, do really well in their Champions League match against Atletico Madrid for the first 90 minutes. Uh, what They couldn't buy a second goal to win the game. And then in overtime, they finally get a goal and to take the lead. And then our backup goalie made a really stupid mistake and Atletico scored and won the game because of... Uh, the away goal rules. So away goal rules. No, no, no. This is bad. Liverpool's my team. Remember? No, that's why I'm happy. The other team won. I know because you're an Arsenal fan and you're an asshole about it. I fucking hate Liverpool. I know. <laughs> so I was pretty, pretty bummed out Wednesday evening. And then also Wednesday, I had a mini Corona scare. So one of the texts that I work with uh, that took over for me when I left uh, at seven said that one of our patients, you know, a patient that I handed over to her uh, hadn't tested positive yet, but their test results went out and were saying that they suspected that they had coronavirus and they weren't doing too hot. Dun, dun, dun. So if they did, then like I'd be quarantined. Everyone that took care of them would be quarantined to be a pain in the ass. But uh, thankfully, like an hour later, because she just sent me the message, hey, this that one patient I took over for you might have corona. And I was like freaking out for like an hour. Not really, but you know, just it's being just like, a flu. Just well, not really, but I'll get into that. And uh, it is just a flu. No, it's not. It's flu, cold, and pneumonia mixed together. That's not in a ball. It's not correct. But um, so, anyways, I was freaking out for like an hour, more or less. And then she texted me like what room number it was. And I was like, oh, I didn't have that room. That was some, that was the next guy over. So that's the flu. Clear. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to kill you. Don't trigger me like you trigger Aerie with the feminism stuff. Crickets. I'm just kidding. So. Then Thursday, I did get to play some Shadow of Revan. I did not quite finish it, but that's quite all right. Wait, 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 wait. You played the game? What the hell? Can you start that sentence again? Yeah. Kogus, are you hearing me? (laughs) He played the game. I did, okay? I'm I'm trying. I'm just trying. I don't have a lot of time, but I tried. And how did it go? Great. My new laptop demolishes SOTOR. It's fantastic. Okay. Uh, it was 60 frames the whole time. Was it way better with a new control uh, keyboard? Yes, it was fantastic with the new keyboard because I actually have a real keyboard, not the, I mean, the G15 or whatever was fine. But I. Like, what do you I'm mean? Like, wait, wait, wait. That is one of my favorite keyboards of all time. Don't disrespect that. Well, you can keyboard. have it back, but I prefer the mechanical keyboard way better. Okay. You know, that's all. There's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with it. It's just the mechanical is better. Sure. So I played some of that. I did not finish it because I played a few, just a few couple hours of it. Uh, then I ate dinner, threw on some paintball from the while market while I was waiting for Marcus to get here. Had like a little small glass of scotch, and then we started recording. Wait, you played today? No, no, I was watching paintball. Sorry, I I play, when I say I played, I meant that I put it on the TV and pressed play. No, 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 Sotor, you played it today? Yeah. And you're in Shadow of Revan. Yeah. Have you gotten to the flashpoint? Yes. Did you do the flashpoint? Uh, not all of it. 
then you have to start it over. I think so. And I'm not realizing that I will. Yeah. Which flashpoint? All right. Well, once you finish that, I the first one. I'm I think. The, I think the first one. I'm not sure. There's uh, the one where you're on Rishi, and then you. It's all go- on Rishi. Okay. Well, you know, I'm trying. You'll have to tell us the name. I know. I oh, gotta- did you think of the code word? No, but I'm about to. Fuck, Nick. Anyways. That's code words after the break. If code words not going to ever be before the break, okay, or will it? You'll have to listen to the whole episode and find out. Yeah, code word. <laughs> so, Marcus, uh, what have you been up to? Well, um, Rut kind of stole some of my thunder by already talking about me tanking. So I did that with Revan, um, and Death Star Troopers. We did hard mode scum and villainy. So as I've said many times, some of the team has taken new classes, new roles. Well, me with the new role. So we decided to circle back and do the original hard modes. Again, just for, you know, get more comfortable with our class and stuff. Well, anyways, it was like we finished at 1030 at night and it was like 1010 and we finished Scum and Villainy. So when we walked out, everybody's like, all right, see ya. And I was like, no, 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 we're not done. 1030 is when we're done. Everybody's like, what the hell are you doing? And I said, don't go anywhere. Stay right here. I switched it to Nightmare and we went in. So uh, the first boss is Dash, Dash, Dash Rude. Shit. Dash Rude or Dash Rude? Yeah, Dash Rude. Dash Rude. So you have to go through like a sandstorm. Yeah, Dash Rude. And uh, you have to go through a sandstorm and whatever. So uh, it was really interesting to go to Nightmare because some of the mechanics, there's like two more mechanics from hard mode and i felt bad for doc because he get kept getting sent out into the abyss like into the sandstorm Mm -hmm. and it you can only use your environmental shield once in the beginning of the fight and then you might be able to use it towards the end because you gain stacks so the team uh we did not clear it but it was a definite eye-opening experience for us to see something that's a little bit harder than the hard mode version um, I think if we went back this week, we would win. Yeah. The, you know what I mean? Um, cause I didn't, I, I, I didn't find it to be much, much harder than hard mode. Um, but for me, the big one is that it was just a good experience for the team and it almost gave people confidence to like, Hey, we went into the nightmare up. Yeah. We didn't clear it, but at least we did it. And like, we didn't wipe in the first phase, I guess we could call it. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, with that, that said, smaller shield is um, a pain in the butt. Right, exactly, because like the tank didn't stop. You know, um, well, I shouldn't say the tank. The guy who got the shield, because we rolled. Um, Slayer took the shield because I didn't know what to do. Um, and that smaller shield is really small, so it puts like a bubble over you to prevent. It's like an environmental shield. Mm-hmm. You're like wearing a biodome. And, uh, like what I'm going to need when I walk outside later today. Yes. Um, so it was fun to do that then. So I've been trying to find another team to play with. Uh-huh. Um, cause really I only have one team. That's like my constant team, which is just our troopers. Right. Then on Mondays I fill in for Rutt's team, but that's more of like, like a fill in. Yeah. Like, it's a, like fill a part-time in. gig. Yeah. Part-time. Right. And um, I really want to find another team because I really think my sweet spot is two two nights a week. Yeah. You know, and um, so 
I tried out for that nightmare team, which I told told you. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't hear back, so I'm guessing they went with a different tank, which is fine. I'm not upset at all about it. Um, so, but yesterday I got reached uh, reached out. Someone reached out to me and asked me about going with their team. But of all the fucking days of the week, they do it. What t- what time and what day a week do you think they do it? Thursday at eight thirty. Uh, Wednesday. Exactly. Oh, yeah. I see. So they run eight to ten thirty on Thursday nights, and I was like, "Oh, well, sorry, primetime podcast." Time. Yeah, like that's not happening. Yeah, that's precisely you know, when I was recording. like, I could fill in once in a while if like we accidentally record on a Tuesday or something, but yeah, that's podcast day, right? Um, which sucks because that was like my first offer, right? Um, but I will find another team. Oh, I gotta circle back to my week before I go ahead. You can interrupt me. I interrupt you all the time. Oh, so also this week, I uh, have been trying to. All right. So most of you, I've never talked about paintball or at least very little on the show, but I'm trying to get back into playing. <clears throat> so there's this thing called. So obviously there are paintball teams and pe- they practice against each other. Sometimes. Where are we going with this? So I sometimes when teams get together, they have like a big swim meet, essentially, where you just play against a bunch of other teams. It's a big practice. They call that a rotation. So I wanted to get in on the rotation this week at the field I used to play at for UConn. And so I reached out to a few different teams to see if I could play on any of them just to get on the field and start playing again. Um, and two of them reached out to me. So I ended up picking one. And uh, what is it? New England Wreckage. They're the, the folks that, well, them and Infectious, but Wreckage reached out to me first. So I like said, yeah, sure, no problem. And then Infectious did after it. And then I felt bad because I had to say no. But um yeah marcus rob runowitz uh from yukon mm-hmm. plays for their d2 squad and he got me in, in touch with noel who Noel tran yes who, oh, great. who's like running their you know overseeing their division four squad so the lesser not as good team which i would fit in with and then uh said yeah you can come practice so sweet that's all you need yeah i just want i'm just trying to get on the field yeah so that was all. Can I'm, I t- can I finish my week? <laughs> I'll allow it. Okay. No. No, no. I found I found what? <laughs> Thanks, Brett. I uh, knew that was I knew that would fuck him up. I found a new game. <laughs> um so I've been I started playing a different game. What? You're cheating on Star Wars? I don't care. Wow. That's um, brazen. And I never thought I would like a game like this. Yep. And I've played it five nights. Wow. What's it called? Rim Hello World. Kitty Online. Rim World? It's a yeah, you should go Yes, Hello <laughs> Kitty Online. Um you should Google it. It's I so am. it's a colony sim game. Okay. And I've never played any game like this before. Yeah. So basically you get like three guys in it. Or guys and girls, whatever. I might have played this, actually. You crash land. It's not free to play. Oh. So you definitely didn't play it. No, somebody, um, I think somebody had this. How old is it? I don't know. I think one of the people on my floor at college had this, potentially. uh, Maybe something else. I don't think it's that old. Okay. Anyway, so you crash land on a planet, and you have to essentially build a civilization. Mm -hmm. And the storyteller, who, like, the AI that you pick, like mm-hmm. picks your story essentially. Yeah. You can pick it and like you can get a balanced one, you can get an extreme one, whatever, but you have an entire planet to choose from and you pick your settlement 
and you have to create your colony, make make people survive, feed them, hunt, pick berries, chop trees, build buildings. Cool. And you're into it? Dude, like, I kind of wish I wasn't doing the podcast because I want to play it. <laughs> and it's all thanks to my friend Steve. Yeah. And he he kept telling me about this, and I'm just like, that game's not for me. He's like, an MMO is not the only game. I promise you're going to, if you give this game a chance, you're going to like it. And I'm like, nah, I don't think so. Well, I did. Yeah. And I'm hooked. Wow. Because it sounds like Steve honestly, knows you really well. Yeah. And he like, he's been helping me like tutorial style it. And the funniest part of the whole thing is, is I'll find myself just watching my little guys. Like I'll stop giving them jobs, but I'll watch them just work. Yeah. And like the music is so Zen. That I'm just like, wow, oh, this is really relaxing. But then some dude, I get this notification that some outsider is carrying a spiked bat. And he's just hanging out now, but eventually he will attack my people. Oh, boy. And I was like, nope. Time to die. Yep. So I took the bolt action rifle and shot him down. But here's the worst part. Okay. Yep. Because I don't understand the game yet. Oh, you've screwed it up. <laughs> no, no, no. I accidentally clicked the button and told my guy to eat the corpse. Oh, <laughs> so his like morale is like negative ten. Yeah, exactly. He was upset. So for like eight hours, he was all fucked up, and his like work production was down. Yeah, because he consumed uh, a human. dead body. Yeah, I felt completely bad for my people. Yeah, that's how you get prion diseases. But then there's another guy. His name's Angus. Mm -hmm. He's a farmer, of course, but he refuses to hold, ha do violence. Okay, so, so he so won't he's like shoot a anybody. Farmer. Yeah, he's like yeah. There's no violence. I'm like, what do you mean? You're a farmer. -ding -ding -ding. Yeah, yeah, but like, he won't use a gun or anything. Oh, that's He's just being a little wuss. He's like a hippie farmer. Yes. Anyways. Um, hey, what's going on March 13th? Oh, just kidding. I'm, I'm a little premature. Anyway. Um, what else? Rimworld. I'm sorry. I just spaced for a sec. Mm -hmm. the, the craziest part about this game is that it how in-depth it is like they thought of everything like they've like if you kill a boar mm -hmm. it's gonna tell you how much leather you get or how much meat you get and how long it's gonna last and if it's in room temperature it's gonna last for 3.5 days if it's in the open it's gonna last for two days but if you put it in a cooled your cooled food storage box it could last up to four days that's cool wild thanks steve <laughs> anyways in sotor news 6.1b drops uh basically now yeah i don't know when it's coming but i guess uh it's got some four cool more happening well okay tomorrow morning thank you um mm -hmm. so caraga's palace is an operation nick mm -hmm. you've been there i have and so the people have been farming the first set of ads okay because they're trying to get these achievements um, to renown rank, I think it's 99 or 100, and then renown rank 999, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. So they're, they're fighting these first mobs, then they're all exiting area, resetting the phase and going back in over and over. Just to get these achievements? And Just get to get these achievements. I could never ever do that yeah that sounds incredibly boring yeah i would it's, lose it's, my mind yeah it's it's twofold one every round gets you about halfway to your cap of conquest 
and each round gets you two, maybe a third renown rank, depending on what kind of boost you have on and that sort of thing. But it is boring as fuck. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, I couldn't. It's I not could, worth it. No, I, I have zero interest in that. Like, I can understand, like, doing, like, if we cleared all the bosses but the last one. Mm-hmm for Kraga's Palace and then like we cycle through tunes to clear the last boss. Okay. I can see that. Right. Like at least you're doing a boss, but just fighting trash over and over again. I don't know how people do it. And is it really that important to be at uh renown rank nine nine nine? I mean, I guess for some people. So do you want to read the first excerpt from the patch notes. Yeah, yeah. So that it says the health of most non-boss encounter NPCs have increased in all difficulties for the Kragas Palace operation. So they made all the ads that people were killing harder to kill. Correct. Which is good. What? Which means they're not going to be able to kill them as fast. Right. But, Rut, do you think that's going to make people not do it? Do it? No. I think the only thing that's going to make people not do it is to not give them any renown or or XP from it because you know the conquest is based on how much XP a mob gives for for what would be a low B tune or what you would get at that level. Uh, the only thing I can see that's really going to stop it is either taking the trash out completely, which you know there's other bo- there's other ops that have you know have no trash before the first boss, so it wouldn't be that big of a deal. Or just reduce the amount of trash. Only have it be those first three or four mobs that you see on your way up to the rancor room. Right. I just. I can't understand why you would do it. Because it's so boring. It's remember. I remember when Knights of the Fallen Empire was released. Mm -hmm. uh, People were doing chapter two over and over and over again to get to command rank 300. I remember chapter chapter one or two. Would you ever like. Yeah. Yeah, chapter one and two would both give you a f- decent amount of command points at that point or at that time for, you know, 15, 20 minutes of, of story. So, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't terrible, but yeah, it was boring. And do you remember the bug hunt on Balmora for leveling no. tombs? Yeah, so that was the, there was a, there no, was a heroic. No, I don't remember that at all. Yeah, there was heroic uh, question of motivation. And what you would do is you go in there with an ops group of like 24 people and the mobs just continually respawn. And the more people you had there, the more experience you got. You went from level one to 65 in two hours, maybe three hours kind of thing. And it was boring, but you could right. AFK half the time. So you'd get easily, you know, quick level tunes. It was, but it was boring. And they, all they did is they, I think they changed it around now in 6.0 at some point where, the more people you have in the ops group, the, ex- can't do the XP anymore. goes down <laughs> instead. So it was, but only for that area. It's kind of funny how they, how they fix that. Well, see for me, I don't think they should have changed the bug hunt thing because like it takes, still takes three hours. Yeah. You can go from level one to level 70 in three hours, but that's still three hours. Like that's still a time commitment. 
to do it. That's a long time. I didn't have three hours to play today. But that's what I'm saying. Play for three hours right. just killing the same ads, running in circles. Oh I would fall asleep. Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, it's yeah. awful. So, and, and, I mean, the KP thing is I close can understand, to that. But I can understand that. Well, it is, but it's fast. That's the difference. Yeah. There's one, two, three, four, five, and then another five. There's 10 ads, and or oh, more than that. Maybe 15 ads, and then you start over. Where the bug hunt, you're just running in circles. Lame. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. And is it that important to be renowned rank 999? It's not like you're actually getting something out of it. Right. The renowned crates are garbage. You don't need them. It's not like you're getting the wings of the architect or something. Right. You're not getting something sweet. Now, if you got to 999 and you got a sweet mount, as an example. Yeah, uh, like a, a golden... You got to ride on C-3PO's shoulders or something? Yeah, yeah if there was some sort of carrot nice. like that, it'd be fine. Okay. But yeah, just just a single sure. achievement isn't enough to go through KP that many times. I'd rather just play the no. game and, and get for, there naturally. The record, I... Yeah. For the record, I realize that C-3PO wouldn't be in the Old Republic. I'm just using that as an example. Some of the droids on Coruscant look pretty close. That was for Kogus, mostly. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so Marcus, uh, there's also another change in 6.1b. Did we go over that yet? No, I'm waiting for you to read it. So the effects of bolster have been increased in master mode operations, and this change is being made to alleviate concerns around the removal of the veterans edge player buff in game update 6.1. Uh, we talked about this last week about the veterans edge Nick. Yep, with Kogus. Mm-hmm. So on the PTS, I. D- the way I'm understanding it is they put some of the buffs back in um, for bolster, like to raise your stats a little bit. I don't think it's a lot, but I think it's a little bit just to help in the areas that it was making it really hard. Mm-hmm. But I'm not. A, uh, but again, I'm not sure. You know what I mean? Um, what do you think about this? Rut? I, I haven't been in nightmare since the. To the veterans edge actually I haven't been a nightmare aside from you know the loot pinata there that is the first boss of df i haven't been in there since since 6.0 came out you know it wasn't something that our team wanted to get into we wanted to get you know we wanted to get back to revan and, and get that down so you know we haven't been in there yet and then we you know we've been doing some some you know nature of progress to get that done as well so you know we haven't been back in there i mean i <laughs> I, I don't know. This is this is kind of a sore subject for me with the whole master mode stuff. So I'm probably not going to go into it. You don't. You guys don't want to hear me rant about that. You really don't. Yes, we do. <laughs> I totally want to hear the rant on it. You can't. You let can't, it rip. Yeah, you can't lay a carrot and not expect us to eat it. Right. Okay. Like, so we're we're pear shaped Greek guys. We eat everything. Okay. I have a different opinion than the majority of the nightmare community. I think on on the whole level sync in in six point in six point oh. The first time they had the level sync on the on one of the early versions of the six point PTS, they had all the operations oh sorry about the chair. I had all the operations or they had all the operations synced back to their original levels. I love that. I I personally couldn't give two shits if the old operations were a breeze, even in nightmare. There is no point to having them be hard anymore. I don't give a shit if they're relevant or not. Because 
if they're not relevant, who, who really cares? I mean, the only thing that should be relevant is Ducks because it's the new operation. Anything else shouldn't matter if it's shit easy anymore. You know, they were they were designed so take take your SV for instance. Um, it was designed as a level 55 operation. We are now 20 levels above where that was when it first came out with all the extra abilities and and tacticals and all the sort of stuff to match. So to me, it shouldn't matter if you breeze through it because it was designed to be a level 55 operation with the abilities in the game at level 55. Um, I was actually ecstatic when right. I saw that. I was ecstatic when I saw that on the PTS. So I thought, oh, finally, they're listening to the posts that I've made in the past because I made several posts on this on the forums about them making it, not not putting it back to 3.0 levels. Like, I don't want to see that, but making it so that a group of 855s could actually go in and clear it. Because that's to me, that should be the intent of those operations is to help you learn the operations to go towards whatever is the newest one. They completely screwed that over when they went when they listened to, or when they when they made the decision and listened to whoever they listened to, to put that back to level seventy. I think that was the biggest mistake they ever made was putting all those things back to seventy. Right. The, I guess. I guess I do disagree a little bit because in a game like World of Warcraft, you have an endless amount of operations mm-hmm. or, or raids, right? Yeah. yeah, It's endless. So they don't need to level scale it. Where this game, we have 11. My concern with what you're saying is, is as much as I do think that sounds good, I think they need to keep the operations relevant because of the amount of them that are in the game. Yeah, they want they want people who are end game to keep being able to go back and play them. That's basically what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. And and, and I can see that I for can me. See that point. I would like. Sorry. Go ahead, Marcus. But for me, I would like to see. Oh no, no no yeah. Um, I would like to see more of what you're saying, but. I think they have to find a baseline for it. And my thought in my wisdom was the new operations maybe be, you know, maybe gods from the machine and ducks in those be scaled to right now. But like you said, keep the veterans edge on the older ones. So it's almost like the fourth level of content, the fourth level. So you have story mode, hard mode. Then you have, basic we'll call it nightmare junior and then you get into the hardest stuff and you get to uh then you get to the nightmare raids yes Yes. like the The real ones yeah the 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 true nightmare like you're saying progress to the end yeah because what you're winding up with exactly what what you're winding up with 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 the removal oh i think we're cut out Oh, no, right. I accidentally hit my mute button. That's <laughs> what happened. Oh my uh, goodness. Uh-huh. Well, at least right. you know the mute button. At, you know mute... at least you know the yeah. mute button works. Yeah, so when when they when they took away the veteran's edge, I mean, okay, I get it. Veteran it was probably meant for veteran operations. That's probably why they took it out of master mode, so there was no confusion. But I also think that what they've done is they have cut off a good portion of the content to what is by definition the majority of players 
if Nightmare is meant to be done by a certain percentage of the players, that's cutting off that content from the majority, from the vast majority of players who are paying for this game. So if you're if you're paying for this game and you can't do all the content, why the hell would you want to keep paying for the game? I think it's a I think it's a bad business move. Right. No, I'm, and that's why I'm saying like and like you said, the regular, you know, the hardcore Nightmare Raiders, they uh they don't really um they don't care about the old stuff. Sorry, we have uh Intruders in the studio. Yeah, they're they're walking by, and I just I, I can't do two things at once. I lose complete and total concentration. Aries here, and she's she doesn't have the corona, but I kind of wish she did. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah, you can say hi. Hello, it's hello. Time. It's Corona time. Thanks, Aries. Uh, Rod says hi. Aries. Rod says hi. Anyway, so my point is, I'm. I'm eager to see what they do with this bolster or buff, whatever you want to say to the players. Mm -hmm. But why? uh, I agree with you, Rut. Like, they should make the old ones. What is it? Explosive Conflict, Terror from Beyond, Dread Dread Fortress, Dread Palace. And S&V. Explosive Conflict. No, I already said that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, EC, S&V, Scum and Villainy, the five. Yeah, those five should be excess. It should be a different. Those should be veteran, veterans edged nightmare ops, mm-hmm. and then keep gods for the machine and ducks in the hardest content in the game. Because let's face it, when you're doing the hardest content in the game, you're not clearing it right away. It took some teams haven't even cleared nightmare gods yet. And yeah, no, exactly. You start. Guess, you start. You know, you you do one boss at a time, and that's fine. But I think if like I actually like. I like your idea the way that your way you're the way you're going with that is yeah, because then you keep the nightmare operations or sorry, the old like let's you know, the level fifty-five nightmares, you keep them to the point where it they're simply or they're generally just learning nightmare style mechanics. So then that prepares you to go to the new nightmares that you have to worry about DPS at the same time as you're worrying about your as your mechanics, but leave them just as mechanic right. only or mainly mechanic only fights. Don't have the DPS and the heal number, like the DPS and the heal numbers and damage taken per second. Don't have those as big of a deal with those. I actually, I like that idea. That, that would actually be a happy medium. I right. Think. And, or even what if they made the first four bosses in every operation have the veterans edge and then the final boss, it comes off and the old ops, not the new ones. But like, almost like okay, you've practiced to get to this point. Now we're taking off all your stacks for when you fight Brontes or Kephis, and it gives it. And then that is like your entrance into the real nightmare. I don't know, but I don't know how hard that would be, and if they have the time and the resources to do that. But because it sounds to me like they're having a hard enough time figuring out the gearing to ma- match how hard they want the difficult to be difficulty to be. Does that sound right? Yeah. 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 Um, Cause. And, and what I think is going to happen here is if they can't get this bolster correct for whatever it is, mm-hmm. I'm guessing they're just going to come out with another tier of gear just for nightmare Raiders. That would make sense to just up it. Right. Go yeah, 306 or something. to 318 or whatever, or whatever it would yeah. be. 320. 
Yeah. Yeah, I I hope they can do something else before they throw gear at it because I mean, okay, so let's but it's, it's even if they throw gear at it. Now are you talking about the old the old the old nightmare ops as well? I mean, cuz for for the new one they can throw gear at it. For the old one they can't. Just by design of this of the level sync, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Because they didn't so the only current current tier operation is Duxon. Yeah. Right now. And and where this goes, I guess I didn't think of it. Does it make you right, as a leader of your raid team, uh does it make you want to skip Strangle the dev team? Yes. The Ravagers. <laughs> well no no. Well yeah, but uh no skip uh Ravagers, Gods from the Machine, and go right to hard mode Duxon? Well, I mean, actually, or are you we... like, okay, listen, we're going to clear Revan. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I, yeah, go ahead. I interrupted you. No, no, it's not, no, no, it's fine. I just was going to say is, does it bother, like, do you want to jump out of order or are you like, you know what? As soon as we finish Revan, we're going right to Duxon. Or listen, we still have this one to clear, this one to clear, and this one to clear. Then we can go to Duxon. Yeah, I mean, the original plan for our group after we finished Revan was to, you know, we were going to start doing some, you know, my original plan was to go into some of the, some of the old nightmares, get us prepared for, especially when they would have, you know, in their original state, they would have been easier to clear than they are now. And, you know, to kind of get us prepared to go into ducks and yeah. But I mean, yeah, we've definitely we've definitely changed our, you know, we've changed our own like sort of team roadmap. So after you know, so after after Revan, I mean, we have we had already cleared uh, Ravagers before six came out, so we're not even going to touch that. I think half the group would leave if I <laughs> if I told them to go back in there. Did they uh, master blaster? We just don't oh, uh, don't don't care for that fight. So. I mean, we we did fine. We cleared it a couple times. You know, it wasn't a problem anymore. But uh, you know, there's just no interest in going back in there. We went back in there, I think, just to see if you could still do the six DPS trip. You know, the six DPS thing with 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 torque, and it worked like a charm. So it was so it was fine. But uh, so no, we're gonna what we're doing now until my because I have a new work schedule because like I said, I just started working for a call center and. Because of that new schedule, we're actually going to be down to one night a week for the for, for the foreseeable future, um, and we're generally just just going to be getting getting the story mode ducks in on rails so that we can go back in there once my schedule kind of stabilizes. But yeah, we want to go back to Revan. So is your main night going to be Sundays or Mondays? It's going to be Sundays for the most part because the call center is not open as late on Sundays, so I can generally make it back in time. Oh no, kidding. That makes sense. Yeah. So, Marcus, I got to ask. Uh-huh. What's happening on March 13th? Oh, there's a an event that I usually host once a month. Wait, are you referring to Mega? <laughs> the monthly Epic Guild activity. <laughs> so, we had a uh so last week we had a little false announcement. Uh-oh. Um the amazing race has been postponed to the April Mega due Just- to coronavirus. Uh, that was a great segue. No, because oh my God. Um, there's a lot. 
There's a lot more involved in doing one of these than you realized. Well, not that I realized. Corley's hosting this. This is actually turning out to be a fantastic thing. So last month, Corley's taking over. No, last month, Lucy, uh, she co-hosted with me uh, the mega, and she did like ninety-two point six five percent of the work. Okay. So I I helped organize it, handle it, and then boom, we did it. It was great. Corley was like, "Hey, I want to do the Amazing Race. I want to do it in March." So let's do it. And then he postponed it, which is fine. So uh, tomorrow night, you'll probably be listening to this on Friday unless you don't listen to our show often and you're two weeks behind. Then it already happened and we had a fun without you. But uh, that's tomorrow, March. Yeah, tomorrow, March 13th, 13th at 9 p.m. Eastern real world time. Yes. The the center of the universe time. Yes. What's I happening? I can't imagine. Um, it not being Eastern time. Yeah, that, that's just weird to me. It's Anyways, and the event is called World Boss Hunt. Wah! Instead of Monster Hunt, it's going to be World Boss Hunt. I'm hoping we have enough people to go kill the Nightmare Pilgrim because I really want this mount. So somebody told me to take this quest a long time ago. It's been sitting there because all I need to do is kill the Nightmare Pilgrim like three times, and I think I only have one more time to kill him. And Perfect. I, and I win this mount. But you need a full group, I guess, to do it. But I'm not really sure. You want 16 well, people. Out of my ass. It's only one way to find out. That are geared and know what they're doing. Yeah, 16 people geared know what they're doing. You actually want three tanks in case two of your tanks happens to get the Deathmark debuff. Because if anyone who has a Deathmark debuff can't take the dog. The dog, yeah. Well, it'll be my first time tanking it, so... That'll be cool. It's great. And the last big announcement is congratulations to Lucy. She's the newest AIE officer. Congratulations. (laughs) So uh, the way AIE works is basically when they have roles or jobs that need to be filled, you're hired without pay to fill them. (laughs) (laughs) So um, welcome to the. To the to the jobs. No, welcome to the shit. Yeah. (laughs) Now you have work to do, so do it. No, but seriously, Lucy, congratulations. Um, we're happy to have you on board. That's a big that's a big step. And hey, if all this sounds fun to you, go to AIE-guild.org, jump in the Discord, and ask for a guild invite, whether or not you play Sotor or any other games we play, we'd love to have you. And now we've got a new officer that's really good at guild invites. That, really good. That was her uh prime training to become an officer was just how to invite how to accept people's guild invites. Wow, that's great. So just shout her out in the Discord. Say, at Lucy. At Lucy, L-U-C-Y. No, it's L-O-C-C-I. Oh, sorry, L-O-C-C-I. I can't believe we're calling her out like that. Yeah, at L-O-C-C-I. <laughs> and ask for a guild invite. Perfect. And she will get you in the guild. Oh, and she plays Elder Scrolls Online. Yep. Uh, Lotro. Yep. Um, that's Lord of the Rings Online. Yeah, Sotor, and I think there's another one that I'm missing, but. Yeah, and she can get you into any of those games. Bonus points if you play Pokemon Sword or Shield and want to trade with Marcus. You know, I've given up asking people because nobody plays that. I guess well, I'm the only one. If you do, you get a free uh, code word. Yes. What would that code word be? That code word happens to be never tell me the odds. And if you uh, the only way to do that is you need to tweet me or Discord message me. 
the uh, the code phrase, which yeah. is one more time, never tell me the odds. So, anyways, well, yeah, I gotta pee. Go. We'll be right back. Jeez, Nick, hurry up! We're trying to finish this podcast. You need a raid bucket. And we're back. So today we're discussing the coronavirus. Corona beer. Also known as COVID-19 and its effect on the gaming industry so far. Oh, my God. So, but first I want to get a little medical up in here. Do you Uh, have to? Like, can't we just talk about video games? Yes, but like if we're talking about how this crazy disease affects video games, like it's not often I get to use my working class portion of, of the working class nerds here. Usually it's all nerds all the time. Like, okay. if there was a big epidemic uh, or pandemic of bad cabinets sweeping the world, you would be the expert to talk about it. No, they have them. They're called craft made. <laughs> exactly. So I get to, you know, share some Go of ahead. my expertise. Go ahead. All right. <clears throat> so just for an overview. So the phrase or name, I guess you should you could say coronavirus is actually it's not one virus. It's a category of viruses. So it's not just the name of this specific one that's making people sick. I don't actually know the name of this one strand. Um, but other notable coronaviruses in that category would be like SARS, which had an outbreak in the early 2000s, or MERS, which had an outbreak like more recently. Um, just other super viruses. Then the definition uh, reads as any family of coronaviridae, basically just that virus in Latin, uh, any family of single-stranded RNA viruses that have a lipid envelope studded with club-shaped projections, which also infect birds and many mammals, including humans, and are the causative include the causative agents for MERS and SARS and the and COVID nineteen. So, um, speaking of COVID nineteen, that's not the name of the virus itself. That is the name of the syndrome it causes or disease it causes. So, COVID stands for Co for Corona. VI for virus and then D for disease. So it's coronavirus disease dash 19 or COVID 19, if that makes sense. Can I just tell you? It's, I understand what it is. And, but why are, why are people freaking out? Yes. Well, I'll get to that. Oh, okay. I thought I, I thought it's I, literally my next bullet you were, point. You, you were talking for like an hour and oh. I just was like ready to like understand like why this is fucking up our video games and movies. All right. So <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just picking on Nick because he's finally getting his spotlight. So as I was about to say, there's a common misconception that it's just an illness that kills old people or people with respiratory illness. And that's only partially true. So far, the data that we have coming from mainland China, you know, out of the Wuhan area is that there are substantially elevated death rates among anyone over 55 years of age who gets sick, but also people with fairly benign health conditions. And I say fairly benign because they're major, but like otherwise they would live, they wouldn't fucking die. So some of those things that would substantially increase people's death rates when they get coronavirus are people with high blood pressure. If you smoke, if you're, you know, at elevated age, so like 55, six years old plus, and also, you know, of course, people with the prior respiratory illnesses or immunodeficiency, but also obesity. So we don't have a lot of good data on people with high blood pressure or obesity because not a lot of people in China have either of those things. We have a ton of data on people who smoke because a lot of people in China smoke, but they're all skinny. So now that this is in the U.S., we have a bunch of obese people here. We can kind of see like just how much exacerbated that will be. 
that'll make like the death rates. So that's interesting. So basically like the real risk here is although it might not kill like normal folks who are probably listening to this, but like any, like your parents or like somebody who has a respiratory illness or somebody who's just generally unhealthy. Those are the people that are in risk and it is killing a small percentage of healthy people also. No, the, the, the scariest part is, is that Amazon's new world MMO is going to get delayed because of this. Oh, right. Yeah. Also that. A <laughs> um, couple other things before we can get to video games. You didn't see the notes. You see what I put in here. I know. Just There's like three more bullet points. Can I just like bust your balls as much as I possibly can? Oh, of course you can. That's the point of the show. All right. So moving on. All right. So people stop fucking buying masks. 99% of the masks that you can buy are not going to help you whatsoever with pre- preventing you from getting this. It's They're not going to help at all. But they think it looks cool. No. Well, maybe it does, but that's I'm not. I have a terrible fashion sense. I want a yellow one so I can say, get over here. Boom. Here's a yellow one right here. <laughs> I have. That's, that's, not, that's not scorpion yellow. I know. So um, the mask I'm holding up that none of you can see because this is a podcast is a surgical mask. Um, and that's not going to help you. So the only version of a mask that's actually going to help is called an N95 mask. And you can't get those anywhere because there's a giant short of them, shortage of them. And even the hospitals are having trouble keeping them stocked for their employees to wear when they're taking care of these people. So basically, an N95 mask is like those cup-shaped ones um, that you then pinch around your nose. And they're usually like blue in color. And they'll say N95 on them. But you have to be properly fitted. You can't have any facial hair. And you can only take, put them on and take them off five times before they lose effectiveness. Basically, they form a seal around the skin of your face um, in order to, to actually... Re- and then you have to have to breathe through that paper. So the normal... Sur- paper surgical masks that you can buy anywhere are not designed to prevent you from breathing in something, but are rather designed to prevent, originally, since they're called the surgical mask, they're designed to prevent surgeons from coughing during surgery and infecting a patient's open wound. So they're designed to not to protect the wearer, but to protect the people around the wearer from germ spreading. So like what those are good for is if you're starting to have symptoms, like you're coughing, you're sneezing, you're congested, you're whatever, your chest is tight. Um, they'll prevent you from spreading the virus to other people because the viruses that are you're breathing out will get stuck on the paper of the mask, and that's fine. But because they don't form a tight seal around your mouth like an N95 mask would, um, those don't help you at all. So unless it says N95 on it, that mask is not helping you. And I'm not telling you to go get an N95 mask. Even then, like if you get it on your hands or something and then rub your eyes, like boom, you just got it. You know what I mean? Okay. So stop fucking buying masks. Those aren't going to help you. Step one. Yeah. Uh, hand washing will, can help a lot, though. So uh, although the prevailing theory originally that the virus's transmission was like through contact, like you could somebody coughed on a, a railing and you touched the railing and then now you got it. That's like not super true. Most of the time um, it's transmitted through the air. So like someone literally breathing on you. So, for example, say I had ended up test positive, testing positive for the virus. Marcus being next to me, us breathing, like, would be contaminated, essentially, because he's right across the table from me. Yeah. You know what I'm doing? Breathing. I'm contaminating everybody listening to this show. <laughs> How does my breath smell, everyone? <laughs> Good, not great. Um, Smells like bird so toast. So, hand washing, however... so hand washing is important for other reasons because if you do get sick with coronavirus now your immune system is focused on fighting that and that leaves you open to attack from other things so um 
if you wash your hands, you can get rid of the other shit, which could kill you. So a lot of times when somebody gets a bad infection, like a coronavirus or the flu, then they get a, they call it a secondary infection. Some something else comes in and attacks you while your immune system's already busy attacking the virus. So, uh, long story. I'm trying to go quickly here, but hand washing versus like a hand sanitizer always works way better. Not because the soap uh, kills things better, but because your hands and all of our skin have a little bit of oil on them. So your the germs get stuck in the oil on your skin. Then the soap removes the oil and the germs at the same time. So no matter what the germ is, the soap doesn't have to kill it. It just washes it away. So that's why soap's more effective than hand sanitizer. And I don't know if people realize that. The goal of the soap is not to kill everything, although it kills a lot of stuff anyway. The goal of the soap is to just wash it away. So then it's just not on your hands. You don't have to worry about it. So after all this, what the heck can you do uh, to, to avoid catching this thing? Avoid crowded places, as I'm sure you're, we're about to talk about. Like, they keep canceling all these public events. It's insane. Um, and for the love of God, if you feel like crap, just stay home. Self-quarantine. That helps everybody. Um, but if you end up feeling poorly for a couple of days, swing by the doctor or at least call him and, and you know, and wear that. So if you feel crappy, that's when you want to wear a mask because you want to protect the other people around you. Um, other, other, another theory is, um, since the virus is shown to be uh, susceptible to acid, so like it does not tolerate acidic pHs. If you drink lots of, of liquids, um, you can in theory flush the virus that's in your mouth or nose or something down into your stomach where the acid in your stomach will kill it. Um, you can also drink lots of hot liquids because it's supposed to help too, or a neti pot. Neti pot's like a hot saline that you put in your nose to clear out your sinuses. Uh, because the virus is not heat resistant. So it's heat can kill it. So if you drink like a hot coffee or hot tea and you have the virus in the back of your throat or something, that'll help neutralize some of it. Um, and that can help as well. So avoid crowded places, drink lots of water and drink hot beverages basically is or my advice. And if you start to feel crappy, contact your doctor and chuck a mask on yourself. A mask doesn't work. Well, a mask doesn't work if you are trying to not get it. But if you've already got it, the mask will help you not spread it to other people. Okay. So that's all I'm saying. And that's my TED Talk. Thanks for okay. listening. You're welcome. So <laughs> <laughs> this week, we the reason why Nick and I wanted to dive into this and everybody else is because, you know, the GDC, which is the Game Development Conference, got canceled because of this. Right. And, this, and today is March 12th, by the way. Right. Thursday, and, March 12th. And I was like, why are they canceling it? And I'm set calling it a cold and all these things. Like, and, is it just like the flu, but bad or worse right. or something? It is essentially. And you're going to tell me no. And there's, yes, of course, there's scientific reasons why there's not. But it's essentially a flu, in my opinion. Well, that's not a bad way to, if you're going to oversimplify it, that's not a bad way to oversimplify it. I'm it's a really, super, I'm, a, I'm like a caveman. Yeah. If, it's a really, really, really bad flu. Right. So. They if you want to super simplify it. Right. So they canceled the game development conference, the mm-hmm. GDC, and it threw the world through a tizzy or flip-flop. Yeah. Because, you know, it's one of the biggest conferences that they, and they talk about, like, the technology that's coming this year for, like, video cards and stuff like that. And when they canceled that, it kind of was like, eye-opening yeah and i'm like uh uh-oh and then all of a sudden all of these things started shutting down and canceling 
Yeah, like Major League Soccer, MLS, suspended their season until things get better. MLB postponed the start of baseball season until it gets better. NHL postponed the rest of their season. The NCAA canceled essentially March Madness until further notice. And like every school and college that I've ever, I know of, also just either went to online classes or straight up canceled them. And what I'm, and Apple sent out a, a, like a memo that said, that you should be super careful with your phones because there's a chance because like the warehouses or the factories that build these parts in China or Japan or wherever are closed. So if you break your phone, there's a chance that you can't get a replacement. Right. So be careful. And again, how is this going to affect game releases? So if, if you're releasing a PlayStation game, Mm -hmm. right. Yes, you can digitally download it, but I bet there's a lot of people that still drive to GameStop to, to go get, buy the copy. I do, for right. one. That's, yeah. that's how I usually do it. I mean, I'll buy, I'll like order it off of Amazon. I'm assuming the delivery driver sitting in his truck, um, you know, by himself is fine to go to work. You know what I mean? Right. And then I saw uh, Driggsy, friend of the show. Yeah. He, um, he got uh, accepted this year for E3. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. And a media pass for it. Oh, and it canceled it. And it canceled it. Damn. And I'm like, they should automatically carry that over next to next year for. Yeah. And that's, you know, it's hard enough to get into E3, let alone get a media badge. I know. That's how, you know, he's, you know, big Dick Willie on uh, streaming. Right. Game streaming. (laughs) Right. Um, The reason why I'm talking about all this is because is a game going to release through all this or are they going to just say you know what because what if people aren't working they're not going to be buying a new game you know you can beg mom and dad to buy you a game but if mom and dad are home because their jobs are quarantined essentially yeah and and they're not making money either right exactly they're not going to spend the money on it or they're so like what about the mom and dads that are have kids who are now home from school because they can't go to school and their jobs aren't closing because of anything like a lot of people's office I've, jobs aren't getting, but like, what about like someone who works as a nurse or something? I've come up with a solution for that. Okay. So schools are going to be closed, right? Yeah. What's in schools, children yeah. and teachers. Okay. If teachers were smart, you know, friends who have kids mm-hmm. and you're going to be home. Now you can make that money that you've made. By babysitting somebody's kids who, like you said, are a nurse or um, I don't know, like a vet. Say if they or, work for like a deli- well, Amazon yeah, anything, delivery guy, is still going to drive. Yeah, you know what I mean? Anybody, Whatever. anybody that has to still go to work, right? Watch your kids. You just supplemented your teaching job while for you, babysitting money. Yeah, while you and can. watch kids who whose kids have to. I mean, whose kids' parents have to go to work, right? But anyway, back to video games. Here it is. If if they cancel E3, E3 is like a hub for announcements, right? Yeah. And now these announcements are going to come separately. I'm guessing around the E3 time, the comp- Microsoft is still going to release whatever they're going to release. Yeah. And all that. Yeah. But are they going to release a game in the middle of all this? Man, I wouldn't want to. I mean, that James Bond movie delayed its start time, right? Or, and, and just uh, now... Fast and the Furious. Yeah. I haven't watched one since maybe the second one. Right. But still, it's one of the biggest movie franchises in the world. They just delayed one year. Right. Same thing. They were coming out in May. Yeah, and that's still months away. Yeah, but no one's going to be in theater. Honestly, like, 
how do you know? Like, it's two months away. Like, this could just go Dude, over. The projections are that this is the beginning. Like, and we're still ramping up. I think it's going to get a lot worse before it gets better. But it, you're telling me in May we're not going to go to a movie theater? I mean, maybe not, man. Maybe everyone. Will, I mean, hopefully, like, it'll blow. I'm hoping it'll blow over by then, but maybe not. Or maybe it won't be recovered enough to where everyone's like they're ready for like a full multi-million dollar like well, to make their I, money back. Yeah, opening, yeah, you've you know? got to roll the dice. Yeah. You're not nobody's willing to roll the dice where they can delay it a year and know they're yeah, going to they make money. Yeah, they got hundreds of millions of dollars on the line for those movies. You know, right? Right. What do you think about them canceling these conferences and how that's going to affect video game releases, video game sales, and general just news? I mean, yeah, it's definitely going to affect them. I mean, I honestly haven't hadn't given it a whole lot of thought until because I hadn't realized a lot of this stuff had been canceled just because I've been, you know, I've been at work. You know, it's just kind of you know just seeing what's in front of me, kind of thing. But yeah, this is going to right. this is going to be huge. You know, it's really going to be huge to to see what the outcome is of all this stuff. And in one step further into this is. Are we going to be able to, okay, so they delay a game, you know, what else is going to come from this? You know, are they going to, can maybe all the developers can't work on the games at home? Right. Cause it's not like every, and if they clo- can- right. And if they close the office. Yeah. Well- so, and they say, listen, you can't work on this at home because you're not on a secure network. Right. Or you don't have, but they might not have the equipment for it. Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's just on a laptop or a desktop, but yeah, my but what point if is, you need like well, big graphic powers? Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah super computer, sure. Well, those th- those are all the things. So what happens to our industry? And then what, you know, if all of a sudden we're quarantined, what happens if the internet goes down? Like right. I'm just saying. Yeah, like it, who's going to go do that? Yeah. Well, I mean, like those jobs are okay because they're not working with people a lot. You know what I mean? Like if like, okay, so like say you're the cable repair guy. Yeah. Like you you get in your truck and you go out to wherever the the screw up is with the cable. You're not in like you're not going to an office like with cubicles and people all around you all day. You're largely by yourself or maybe with the one guy you work or whoever person you work with, you know? I feel like those, like, I feel like most of the service jobs sort of operate like that. Like you as a carpenter, like you're not going to, you're not getting quarantined unless you you like have symptoms. You know what I mean? But the customers may not have, I just lost four, I I just four projects canceled. Because people don't want. Well, because their jobs are affected and they're not going to spend the money to do it. But if they close schools, then they're not going to want me in their house. That's true too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, But I'm just. I'm worried about where, you know, if things are going to be able to move on if they start closing offices. Right. You know, what comes, you know, our game's going to be delayed because of this. And then the next thing is, what if, what if all the game companies make as much money as they were going to make there are they projected to make and they didn't do E3? Are they going to say, you know what? We made plenty of money last year. And we didn't spend $30,000 on going to E3. Right. We're not going to do that again. I mean, I, th- I feel like... who Hasn't Sony not been there for a couple of years? Yeah. I have. I feel like companies are already realizing that they don't need to do that. You know, well, look at PAX East. 
the, we didn't go this year, last year, it was, you know, there like, was not a lot of big name games there. No, no, no. It was like three quarters of the floor. I felt like was the indie section, which is fine, which but, is great. But we want all those indie people to make to, the games and to get their spot. Cause that's when you get Norman's night in the cave. Exactly. Get sucked into it. Anyway, but still, you go there expecting to see like big titles and things like that, and not having like basically any. It was very strange. But yeah, I, I feel like to your point, Marcus, you we could absolutely see a trend of them just like not having these conferences anymore because of I mean this health and because this health risk is going to force them to use their alternative platforms, and then they're going to realize, hey, these work great. You know, if they live stream uh, their announcement privately you know what i mean instead of on a stage it's just like not in somebody in a boardroom something a little more fancy than that but you know it's like a just a slideshow presentation with like a voiceover it's essentially like a video you know it doesn't have to be if someone in in like a room it doesn't need to be in front of a live audience right so i don't know i think it's interesting and i think games are definitely going to get delayed we'll have to wait and see Oh, my final thought on tonight is Sony is finally waking up. How so? Um, what event Horizon Zero Horizon Horizon Zero Dawn? Yep, is coming to the PC. Oh, perfect! So they're finally realizing that they can double dip. Yeah, and get people to play twice. Yeah, now people are screaming for God of War to go to the PC. Oh, I would love that. I'd play it a second time. Well, your computer could demolish it. Now I can. Yeah. My other one could not. <laughs> no, I couldn't even. Play Horizon that Zero long. Dawn Two is also beautiful. Rut, thanks for coming on the show. Anytime, glad to be on. What are you guys talking about in here? Find out next episode of Working, Working Class, Class Nerds. Nerds.